Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, fellow Patriots, and a stormy Monday afternoon, at least here at Stately McLean Manor, and maybe where you are as well. Uh, predictable. Summertime afternoon thunderstorms popping up. Seven minutes after four as we get underway with hour number two here on the Monday, Monday edition. And the violence continues in the bastions of uh, Marxism, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, and even now in uh, Denver, Colorado. Uh, where my friend Michelle Malkin uh, was beaten over the weekend at, ironically, a pro-police rally. Uh, More on this on the way. Great to have you along. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just pick up the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And as always, my email address, bob at 1063word.com. So the announcements went up uh, virally and in posters. Celebrate Colorado's 6th Annual Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, Civic Center Park. uh, And this was uh, July 19th, 3 in the afternoon. All right. This was yesterday in Denver. Conservative author and activist Michelle Malkin was brutally assaulted and prevented from speaking as she made her way to the speaker's platform at a pro-police public rally in downtown Denver yesterday. The patriotic event, billed as family-friendly, was advertised in advance on social media, including... Uh, on Malkin's uh, Twitter feed, where she has 2.2 million followers. Uh, Michelle Malkin uh, tweeted, There are talkers, there are doers. Which one are you? Uh, Coloradans, uh, come uh, join tomorrow for the 6th Annual Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, now more than ever. Uh, Her description, uh, This is a picture of me shouting at masked BLM Antifa thugs, who swarmed our stage unprovoked. This was me after witnessing a veteran and an organizer who had just led a group prayer being beaten on stage while police did nothing. This was a pro-police rally, a police appreciation day rally. 
and the police officer stood around and did nothing? Why would that be? Probably because the lefty mayor and uh, spineless police chief told the officers not to do anything. Uh, Michelle tweeted, This was me shouting at a masked Antifa thug wielding a baton. Hours later, Malkin spent late Sunday night into this morning on her Twitter account using a variety of tweets describing what happened, and she linked to video clips that documented the events. This is the moment the Antifa thugs bum-rushed the stage. I filmed the guy with a huge piece of board that pro-police organizer Ron McLaughlin was beaten with just minutes after praying. Here is where BLM B-words attacked several women on stage. We were sprayed in our faces with some aerosol sting. Um, BLM girl takes off masks and lays her hands on women on a woman in front of me as I shout at her to get back. This is the moment when one of our people was beaten on stage by BLM slash Antifa, then Black Lady Block took out a baton. That's why I screamed uh, the BLM B-word sprayed in my face and the stuff was still all over me. Malkin took special aim at a local Denver TV news reporter who described the BLM protesters as meeting the pro-police rally with opposing free speech. Uh, Michelle tweeted, opposing speech? Why don't you post the screen grab of the masked anti-far militia woman wielding a collapsible baton at me? Or the bloodied organizer on stage beaten with a bullhorn and a longboard? You think this is funny? You are a sick man. Until recently, violence of this kind to suppress conservative free speech was largely limited to the nation's leftist-dominated college campuses. Obviously, a new page has now been turned as many of America's leading cities, all of them under Democrat Party control, have abandoned enforcing laws big and small. The expression of free speech is now openly threatened off the campus. Which one of the Bill of Rights will be next? Michelle Malkin was live-streaming the event from her cell phone on Periscope yesterday afternoon as the situation deteriorated after masked thugs wearing BLM t-shirts assaulted two speakers and then set upon Malkin. A diminutive child of immigrants from the Philippines who legally moved to the U.S. in the late 1960s, Malkin was born in Philadelphia in 1970, describes herself as a little brown woman with a big mouth. <laughs> she also has a sense of humor. Uh, but she's no bigger than a minute. Michelle Malkin is probably, she's lucky if she's five feet tall and probably weighs 90 pounds soaking wet. And so here come all these thugs after her. On the video, which has been viewed over 150,000 times by early this morning, several individuals identifying themselves as BLM accost her as one or more of the unfurl collapsible batons and, be and begin pushing and beating on her. 
In the process, she loses a shoe and is eventually assisted in escaping to a waiting car by the event's security volunteers, at which point the video feed ends. Malkin was understandably distraught at this unanticipated violent turn of events and expressed frustration that Denver police, who were visibly present in the area, did nothing to stop the attacks or to allow the peaceful pro-police rally to continue. Uh, she later tweeted, so uh, Colorado governor and, uh, poli- and Denver police chief, are you okay with pro-police patriots being swarmed, targeted, and assaulted in a clearly orchestrated attack? I caught it all on video and recorded the faces of these brutal animals. Please, at Real Donald Trump, we need law and order. S.O.S. I can tell you from uh, having, uh, Michelle was a guest on my program uh, when I was in Washington uh, the last time for the FAIR uh, event, that is Federation for American Immigration Reform. And there are fewer nicer people around. She's just just as sweet as she can be. And uh, for her to be assaulted and attacked in this way uh, is unforgivable. But, you know, that's the left. They don't care. And if you happen to be a diminutive woman, well, so much the better. Makes it easier to beat you up with a collapsible metal baton. God. What must the taxpayers of places like Seattle, Portland, Denver be thinking when their tax dollars that pay the police result in no protection whatsoever from these lawless thugs these uh, commie brown shirts, these agitators. We are in big trouble because if the police uh, are prevented from doing their job by these lefty Democrat politicians, uh, you know as well as I do, somebody will take it upon themselves to defend themselves and it's not going to end well. Quarter after four here on the Bobby Mack Show. We'll talk about what happened in Seattle and Portland uh, when we come right back. Bobby Mack Show here on a stormy Monday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast thunderstorms uh blown on past where you are yet Starting to uh, quiet down here a little bit. Miss Megan uh, came uh, rushing to the door of the uh, studio here a little while ago. Our uh, our little uh, Westy West Highland White Terrier. She is uh, somewhat sensitive to thunder boomers, so she came looking for Daddy, Daddy, save me, save me! It's a thunderstorm. <laughs> She's okay. Twenty-two after four as we go to the phones here on Monday. Let's head to uh, Tigerville. And bring in Steve on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Steve. Uh, raining where you are or uh, gone on by? No, the thunder is starting to build. Uh-huh. It's not quite. It's not quite got here yet. Gotcha. Uh, I'm really sorry for your friend and what happened to her. Um, my complaint is this, that the mayor, Brandy, what's her name, of a traveler's rest has, I guess, decided to take off the mask and put on her fascist brown shirt fast, and she can mask, and she can say what she wants to, but this is exactly the way the things got started back in the 30s with Hitler and his brown shirt. It's exactly the same way. You can't go to the grocery store. Oh, my gosh, you can't go get your medicines. Oh, my gosh, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Uh, and use that for an excuse. Right. Well, and, and you certainly can't go to church. Well, I do. I haven't stopped, <laughs> and, I won't, and I won't stop. Yeah, well, I and, should uh, rephrase that. They don't want you to go to church because, of course, Steve, as you know, you're being extremely selfish in, in spreading COVID-19 all over the place. Well... You know, we don't have that kind of time to discuss that, but it's right. it's the scamdemic. It's not the pandemic. It mm-hmm. is the scamdemic. Lower death rate, lower actual lower actual cases than typical for flu. All this kind of stuff. It's just it's all politics. It's all nonsense. And this is the attempt. One other thing, I love your program. I haven't talked to you in year. I haven't talked to you in years, but I'm still here and I still get to listen to you some. So. Um, 
But some of, now is the time. Now is the time for people to stand up for their rights and make their voices heard. And now is the time for people who have their carry permits to carry them everywhere they go. Yeah. Because my family and I will not be mugged in public or in private. So, you know, and I'm not, and I am not a diminutive little lady. So, right. Hey, message. Uh, thank you. Message Bless received you. And, understood. and understood. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. And, and believe me, uh, you are in the vast majority when you say that, you know, you've been listening uh, for years and a long time and, and haven't called in uh, for a while. The probably uh, between 90 and 95 percent of uh, the people who listen to my show and uh, Tara's and, and others um, take it all in and, and are not uh, proactive in, in terms of calling in. And, and I get that. And that's that's perfectly fine. Because people use our shows uh, as an informational source because they know they, th- they hear stories here that they are not going to get from the Alphabet Networks or certainly from the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost. Uh, and they, they want to be informed with real facts rather than, you know, I, I jokingly said even the local newscast, they ought to all begin Instead of saying a good evening, here's the news. They ought to all begin. A good evening. Here's what you. Here's what we want you to think. Okay, and and we appreciate the fact that uh, you, Steve, and uh, thousands of others like you, are uh, are out there. Uh, Bobby, I uh, I don't know who this listener is, but he's incredibly misinformed about the death rates. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about that, and then then you see. Look, you know, if you're getting your information from uh, CDC and WHO, uh, you're you're. It's like Mark Twain said, you know, if if you uh, if you you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed. Uh, Bobby just left the Berea Wally World. They're giving out free masks, and there was nary a black shirt, as Tara calls them, to be seen. Laugh out loud. Uh, Bobby, if I'm assaulted by a BLM moron and I defend myself and win, uh, could I go to jail for self-defense? Look, uh, given the present environment, I think all bets are off. Now, here in the upstate of South Carolina, I guess the odds are are more slim. Uh, They're less great uh, that you're going to, but who knows? You know, the, the way things are going these days. Uh, Bobby, if uh, Trump wins, the leftist thugs will burn us down. If Biden wins, the leftist thugs will be free to burn us down. Uh, I was uh, talking uh, with Tara earlier today, and and I expressed to her my fear that some of these BLM and Antifa thugs are going to show up at polling places in organized fashion with their collapsible batons. Uh, to try and make sure that people vote the right way, uh, which could lead to all kinds of disastrous events. But uh, if, uh, by some unholy miracle, creepy Uncle Joe 
uh, the hair sniffer were to win the presidency? You think these Marxists forgive and forget? Uh-uh. They, uh, if, if they get in charge of things, God help us all. We were even speculating that if Biden wins, they would uh, uh, pass legislation eliminating talk radio or uh, generate enough heat on the uh, corporations that own talk radio stations to convince them that it's not worth it. You know, with a uh, demented Joe Biden in the White House. And look, he, he would just be a puppet for the left anyway. You know, if Biden wins, essentially you're electing AOC and George Soros and putting them in the White House. Um, it, w- it would be not that inconceivable uh, to put pressure on these corporations. Look, you know, you don't really, you, do you want all the heat that comes that you're going to get uh, with a Biden presidency? You want all the heat that talk radio is going to be getting? Or do you just want to change the format of those stations? You know, start playing uh, music in a box. You cut down on your overhead. You don't have to pay your talent. You have some computer run it. And, uh, you know, you have uh, Bob FM. It just plays, you know, we play everything. And you're not catching any heat from the federal government. Look, nothing is off the table. And I sincerely believe that. You know, if these guys win, uh, the American experiment is pretty much done. 4.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Little Annie is ready with the news. I'm right back on the other side. Monday, Monday edition here on WORD. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 4.36 now, 24 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. You may not have heard this, but uh, we started this last week. Every day uh, we are picking a, a different uh, patriotic song to play. Some, some days uh, we play the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, some days we play like uh, John Philip Sousa marches, like Stars and Stripes, wherever. And, and other days uh, we play uh, contemporary artists. Uh, patriotic songs uh, and we we move them around uh, throughout the uh, the hours of the show between three and seven uh, so that uh, various people can uh, have an, an opportunity to hear what we're doing and we have one of those uh, coming up uh, in uh, just a minute or two here first of all though uh, I mentioned uh, the the rioting 
that the Democrat mayors and, uh, and governors in Washington and, and Oregon are, are not only putting up with, they're, they're encouraging more of this criminal activity. From uh, PJ Media Today, Antifa rioters break into Portland Police Union building and set it on fire as mayor hamstrings federal troops. According to a police report, an angry crowd first marched to the Portland Police North Precinct at around 8.35. This was what, Saturday night? Blocking the streets as they went. Some people tampered with gates, broke patrol vehicle windows and vandalized patrol vehicles. People taunted officers as they arrived for work. At around 9.30, the police directed people to leave the area. The crowd walked to the police union office. Arriving at about 10.30, the Antifa rioters broke into the front doors while others blocked a nearby street with dumpsters that they lit on fire. Many in the crowd wore helmets and were carrying clubs and shields. At about 10.45, Antifa rioters broke into the PPA office and ignited a fire inside. When the police arrived, many of the rioters began to flee. Portland police declared a riot and urged the crowd to move east. As the crowd dispersed, police arrested several rioters and extinguished the fire. Uh, this is uh, from various tweets uh, as the events uh, unfolded. According to the police report, uh, the Antifa rioters uh, also shot gopher gassers at police, toxic gases designed to kill gophers and ground squirrels. This onslaught injured some police officers. Finally, at around 11.30, officers broke up the crowd into small groups and order was restored. And if you look at the video, we're talking about by crowd, I don't mean 20 or 30 or 50 people, I mean hundreds. Meanwhile, another group of Antifa rioters targeted the Justice Center and the federal courthouse, tearing down fences around Chapman Square Park and uh, Lonsdale Square Park where Antifa had temporarily set up an autonomous zone last week. Police broke up that encampment and closed, encampment and closed down the parks for repair. Uh, rioters also removed fencing around the federal courthouse and used it to barricade the doors. I mean, it's out of control. And the mayor out there is, is uh, critical of the federal response. Uh, Mayor Ted Wheeler, the president did not quell it, he escalated it. His heavy-handed tactics led to a serious injury and inflamed an already tense situation. God. Uh, Senator Jeff Markley, DHS and DOJ are engaged in acts that are horrific and outrageous in our constitutional democratic republic. Constitutional democratic republic? We're not a democratic republic. First, they're deploying paramilitary forces with no identification indicating who they are or who they work for. Second, these agents are snatching people off the street with no underlying justification. How about the fact that they're burning and looting? Senator Jeff Merkley, what an idiot this guy is.
Uh, next, uh, we go to Washington. At least two people arrested in Seattle. Dozen police officers injured, including one who was hospitalized yesterday after a march through downtown devolved into property damage and looting. Police said the demonstrators had broken out several windows of the East Precinct, then threw a device into the lobby that ignited a fire. Fire was later extinguished and caused no problems. The demonstration started between 2 and 3 in the afternoon. Around 2.30, Seattle journalist Katie Daviscourt tweeted a video of a crowd of people outside an Amazon Go building. Several people were seen spray-painting the building while others tried to smash the windows. Antifa militants and BLM rioters are breaking into Amazon downtown Seattle. This protest has turned into a riot. Seattle police tweeted shortly before 5 that the crowd had continued to march uh, from downtown and two people had been arrested outside of the West Precinct. You know, and and, uh, as long as these Democrat politicians continue to do nothing but encourage this kind of violence, you're going to get more of it. Now, as I mentioned, uh, we're, we're picking a different uh, patriotic tune to use each day. Uh, you have ours ready to go here, Money Penny? Great. Uh, let's, uh, today, uh, let's share th- th- this for a couple of reasons. One, because uh, it's a really cool song, although somewhat dated, uh, but also because of the fact that we recently lost uh, this great American. Here is uh, Charlie Daniels Band. Kind of a uh, post-9-11 tribute to America from the late, great Charlie Daniels. And it's interesting how in a uh, short, uh, what, 20 years gone by, uh, the references in the song uh, to the Russians uh, were all going to stick together. Uh, not as long as the left continues to drive us apart. Uh, it's, it's sad to see uh, what is uh, transpiring in this country today. 13 before 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Be right back here on WORD. Monday, Monday edition, Bobby Mack Show here at 8 before 5 as we go back to the phones. Uh, let's head to Greer and bring in Stuart here on the program. Hi, Stuart, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby. I think everybody here will probably acknowledge that all lives are valued. And that includes all lives, not just human, but all lives. Yes. Uh, the accolades for John Lewis, I think, are a little bit misplaced. They think. Bill came up with a patriotic American, and he actually was anything but. He uh, was part of the, the, uh, the Democrat uh, Socialist Party, formerly known as the Democrat. He was part of the assault on Judge Kavanaugh. He was part of the uh, coup against President Clinton. Uh, oh, my God. Rip my tongue out. President <laughs> uh, Trump. We'll go down. Probably history will acknowledge I would imagine that he's going to be one of the finest presidents. Uh, and most effective American ever had. 
But John Lewis, he may have started out with good intentions, but he ended up in the same way oh, all the other Democrats did. So uh, to acknowledge him as a great American when he was in the same butt, I think they were misdirected. Yeah, anyway, I, I think I, I think your your assessment is correct. Uh, certainly in his younger days, uh, when uh, when John Lewis uh, was uh, arm in arm uh, with Martin Luther King Jr. and and fighting for for uh, uh, civil rights, uh, that was an entirely different John Lewis uh, than uh, the one that we saw in his later years. And, and frankly, uh, I think I think if uh, if MLK were alive today, he would be embarrassed uh, that you know you, when you remember what MLK talked about. When he talked about people being judged by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin. And here is John Lewis and others supporting BLM, which is uh, turning that philosophy on its ear. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, let's uh, go to uh, Sharon, who is in Spartanburg. Hi, Sharon. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you. Listen, I've been wanting to call you for a while. Um, I'm an Army brat. And about the music, the patriotic music. Yes. Um, we were, lived in Germany for a number of years, and they had parade, Saturday parades. Sure. They had the Army band playing all the John Sousa. And even though I was like 10, 11 years old, I would become so emotional, I would have to go under the bleachers and cry because <laughs> I didn't want anybody to see me. Hey, listen, Sharon, I know I know exactly what you're saying because uh, that music tugs at my heartstrings as well. Well, that was, you know, I was so proud. You know, we'd have to go to the parades because of my father's rank. Right. And I was so proud to see them, you know, marching, and especially with the K-9 unit, Mm -hmm. My my heart would just melt. (laughs) But the reason I called really was because where in the name of God are the citizens of Seattle and Portland? Good question. You know, I've been to the Tea Party meetings. I've been in Washington. I've been to the Glenn Beck meetings. Mm-hmm. And I wear, used to, I did work a couple of days a week, and I would wear my Trump T-shirts. Right. I went to see Trump in Charlotte. I am a conservative mm-hmm. through and through. And I'm telling you, if I can't support who I want to, and people would say to me, aren't you afraid of wearing those T-shirts? I'd say, no, I'm not. And I have a rhinestone necklace that says women for Trump. <laughs> and I wear it every time I go to town. Good for you. Good for you. And, and, and I and, and sadly, tell you. And sadly, Sharon, you know you just answered your own question. When you say, you know, where are uh, the taxpaying citizens, the law-abiding citizens of Seattle and Portland? Uh, and the answer is intimidated, threatened, yes. shouted down, beaten up. Well, listen, I've told my granddaughter just the other day we were going to town, and she said, well, yeah, yeah, what if somebody beats you up? I said, I don't care. <laughs> I'm an American, and I can wear what I want to. You bet. But I can tell you, when I wear my Trump T-shirts or, or the necklace, I can't tell you how many people come up to me in the grocery store at Lowe's, at uh, Tractor Supply, 
and say, I love your necklace. I, yeah. Where did you get that? I love your T-shirt. Thank you for wearing it. And, you know, it's almost a whisper. We're talking, you know, big, burly men right. and women. And I'm thinking, stand up, for God's sakes. You bet. I mean, these people have given their lives for you. Absolutely. And you can't even support them. Well, you cannot I, support them. And this and is this called, is this is know, what I think. My sister said that Washington probably has my phone number blocked, but I don't <laughs> care. I have a right to say what I want to say. You do indeed, and and and, and it you was, know something and it was, else. Well, people it, are afraid of their children. They come home from school spewing all this rot, right? And they don't even have the guts to stand up to their own children. It's, and it's they say, sad. "Well, I just don't say anything." It's sad. And, well. Sharon, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I've got to run because uh, I'm up against the clock for the news. But God bless you, and thank you for the call. Hour number three is on the way next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 